say that every time and it's stupid what's good it's late at night and i'm money and i got a brain full of things i'm ready to talk about um first and foremost i've been sick lately and i've been tested for covid twice of course i didn't have covid i don't think i'm ever going to get covid most likely when i went to get tested today so i pulled up told them my name, birthday, that kind of thing, uh, to get a rapid test. And I had one once earlier in the week, and it was just fine. I mean, they stick it far up there in your nose and twist it around. It's a terrible feeling. For those of you who have felt it, you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, I expect the same thing this time. And so I rolled down my window, and the girl's like, all right, you ready? I'm like, yep. She's like, okay, um, you're going to feel it in your throat. And I'm like, What? And so I'm sitting there and I just close my eyes and I feel as she pushes the COVID test needle thing, whatever, all the way. And sure enough, she pushed it all the way to my freaking throat and was twisting it around. And uh, it was an interesting and terrible sensation. And uh, of course, it would have been worth it if I had COVID, but definitely wasn't worth it because I didn't have COVID. I don't have COVID. I just have some sort of sickness. The thing that sucks about me being sick is that my tonsils always get inflamed and I just I just sound like a bear who has been stung by 5,000 bees after it was trying to nuzzle into the, the bee's nest for the honey or something and just getting stung. I don't know. That's what I feel like I sound like. So if I sound like that, you're welcome. Also, just want to say welcome to all my enemies. Um... You're welcome for having this podcast. Shout out to my listener in Iran, Germany, the Czech Republic, and the United States. Of course, all my awesome listeners. We're going to grow this podcast for sure. So what I really wanted to talk about tonight is something that's pissed me off about people for a very long time. And it has to do with giving advice. So... You could say, well, Lenny, you sit here on your podcast and you you say all this random crap. Yep, you're absolutely freaking right because it's my podcast and I'm projecting it out. That's cool. Whatever. Um, but I don't really take myself that seriously and I hope that you don't either. Um, maybe you do. I don't know. Anyway, I really just mean people giving advice about important life decisions. One of those being marriage. One of those being college. Another one of those being having kids. It seems like there is an endless supply of people who want to give you advice about these three important things. At least when you're an adult. When you're in high school, it's all about college and that kind of thing. The next step. But then you become an adult and you live on your own. You can have a little bit more experience. And then you find there's people that are volunteering their information to you. Um... For one reason or another, who knows? But there's a lot of people that think they're experts or don't think they're experts, but think that their opinion is valid. And it usually is not valid at all. 
So case in point, one of my favorite things, I've heard this from many different people, many different times, circles around marriage. Don't, don't get married super quick. Date for a super long time. Make sure you have sex before you get married. You don't want to do that when you're married. You want to know beforehand everything about the person. You want to live with the person forever. You want to... These kind of arguments are made all the time. Usually, in my case, I've heard from a lot of people who have never been married and don't live with a significant other. But for some reason, they are endowed from God with this knowledge about marriage. And they have no idea about marriage. Not a freaking clue about it. Not even a freaking clue about dating, for the most part, most of these people that I've heard regarding marriage. But I love it. I, I, love, <laughs> I love hearing it because it's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And anyone who's married and who's in like a good marital relationship understands that whatever this person is saying is utterly ridiculous. One of my favorites is like, don't get married too fast. It's like, okay, well, let's, let's actually talk about that. In Utah, there are people that do get married quicker than the national average by far. And that can be good and that can be a bad thing. Um, but if you want to get married and the other person wants to get married and you love each other and you're determined to work with each other, there's no problem getting married early. There's nothing wrong with that. In fact, I know people who have gotten married early and had great lives and are grandparents right now living happy lives. I also know people that got married really quick and didn't have the best life. But what a happy marriage centers around in a lot of situations, and it's true in my marriage, and I know a lot of other people's marriage, is that you have to love the other person and you have to decide to want to love them. And they have to decide to want to love you and to work with you. It, it takes work. And so it's not as much about dating for a long time. It's about, can you find someone that you love and they love you, even if it's not the deepest love? And can you decide to choose to love that person every single day? And can they, are they the right person that will, will choose to decide to love you too? It's not perfect in every circumstance, but that mainly is what the success is about. I know that things change. I, I know that there's a lot of other factors sometimes. Sometimes things become complicated. Sometimes one of the partners, and I feel like this is in a lot of marriages that fall apart that I've seen in my personal life. One of the partners decides that they, they can no longer keep choosing to love this person every single day. They can no longer to keep choosing to work with this person every single day because of some flaws or something the person may have done that bothers them or a whole host of reasons. But it really comes down to that from what I've seen. And I can be wrong, but generally that's what it comes down to is you decide that the person that you're married to is no longer no longer for you. And I'm not criticizing people who have been divorced. I'm just saying the essential part of marriage is choosing to love each other every single day. And it only works when you're dedicated to each other. And if you're not, then it's not going to work in most cases. Um, so argument number one, don't rush into marriage. Okay. That's actually kind of, I don't, I don't really buy into that. And, and the reason I guess The reason is because, of course, you need to choose to love this person every day. It's not necessarily based on the amount of time that you know this person. 
But also, I think with that, people are saying, well, you need to get to know who they really are. I totally agree. But that doesn't mean living with them for eight years is going to get you to know who they really are. I'm sure that it will in a lot of circumstances. But that's the thing that's nice about dating is you can, instead of just hanging out or going to get something to eat and watching a movie, like you can go and do stuff and be in different situations. For example, um, I know someone who really wanted, really loved the outdoors and they wanted to marry someone who would share that same passion. And so multiple times, this person is taking different girls that he was dating um, up in the mountains on a hike. Not too bad of a hike, but a nice hike and a little campfire. And uh, it actually told him a lot about the girls he was dating. And it was very easy not to just like eliminate the girls necessarily, but to like understand like, do they really love the outdoors as much as me? Are they, are they okay to get a little bit dirty? Are they okay to march you know, like, is it, is this something that I can be compatible with? That's the beautiful thing about dating. It doesn't take that long to figure that out. That's the thing. But if you don't do those things, you're never really going to know. So I would say, is it necessary to know someone for years and years? No, it can help. But I don't, I would, I would say that that's not, that's not evidence that you should wait to get married. I think that's really stupid. If you love, if you love each other, you want to have kids, you should get married because that's the best thing to do and it will give the most stable life to your children. Oh, I just love, I love that kind of advice, especially from people who've never been married. And I've heard that so many times. Same with having kids. I can't tell you how many times I've had people criticize me about having children. I'm 25 and I have two kids, two and under. And you would think that I was an alien in one of those UFOs the Navy has seen. I can remember walking into work one day and uh, telling somebody that my wife was pregnant. And they're like, oh, was it an accident? This is when my wife was pregnant with our first child. And I was like, what? How, how, would it, how is that an accident? I, I don't understand how, how you can have an accident. I've talked about this before, but it's like, if you're planting seeds in the ground for a tree to grow, why should you be surprised if the tree grows? You know, I've always thought that. I'm not surprised, you know. Anyway, but uh, yeah, people are, are love to give advice about kids. And I don't know if it's like insecurity on their parts, like, oh, I'm never going to have kids. Or they just hate kids just because they're single and lonely and just spend too much time on the internet wishing they had a relationship, wishing they had a, a better job or wishing they had a, a beautiful girlfriend or whatever. Like, I don't know, but it's usually those kind of people or people who are like married, but you can tell like they and their spouse, like hate kids and they just like want to travel the world and have fun and like, whatever you do, whatever you want. Cause you're going to, but like, it's super interesting how people like project their insecurities and their hatred onto someone who has nothing to do with them which has been my case many, many times, especially the kids thing. Um, like my life has only gotten better since having kids. It's only become way better. Actually, my capacity to love and feel love, I feel like has grown a lot. And I feel like I've learned a lot, even though my kids are tiny. I don't know. 
it's been an amazing thing and I would never, never take it back. And I feel like people who are, who act like kids are just like a monetary liability, misunderstand fundamentally everything about being a human. Even if you are an atheist and you don't believe in God, that's fine. But what is, what is, uh, what's bringing forth human life good for? Well, if, if you believe in evolution, you believe it's just a natural biological process. And so it's interesting to me how people act like it's not natural and it's not biological and it's just mostly accidents getting in the way of your Netflix and chill and your happiness and you're flying around the world and doing whatever the hell you want without those pesky kids getting in the way. It's some really short-sighted, stupid, stupid thinking from a lot of people. And if you've ever felt like that, I, I, I hope you'd, you, you stop because it's stupid. Um, man. Yeah, I just love that. I, I love it. Advice is the best, uh, especially when you don't ask for it. I remember someone trying to give me advice about um, getting married and they're like, I love my kids, but not really like, well, they didn't say not really, but they're like, I love my kids, but like, you should go like have fun with your life. You know, like go have fun. There's plenty of time to have kids. Go have fun. And is that like the worst advice ever? No, not necessarily, but I can do whatever I want. And if I want to have kids, then I will. Kids are fun, but like you see so many people who criticize people for having kids and what do they do? Either if they're married or in a relationship, what do they do? They buy a dog. They share a dog. Why? Because they know that there's a void there. I don't even care if you like disagree or hate that, but that's actually what it is. You can't tell me that it's not because whether you're an atheist or you believe in God, the fact of the matter is two adults coming together, man and woman, the natural biological process that's ingrained into your brains is for children, something to care for. And what do you do? No, screw having kids. I'm going to have a dog instead, or even 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 two dogs, three dogs. Now, I understand there's people that can't have kids, and I'm not talking about them. I'm just talking about the people who give advice about how having kids is bad, and then they go by dogs. Yeah, you've really convinced me, and then you call yourself a parent. These are my kids. No, they're not. They're your freaking slaves. We've already been through this. Anyway, I know that's a little bit of fire, but... That's just something that's been on my mind a lot lately. And I just thought about it late at night. Another thing I wanted to talk about was some history, actually. Some fun history. Some good history. Some great history. Some amazing freaking history. And the most amazing thing ever is, uh, well, there's lots of amazing things ever. Um, one of the coolest things that I've been thinking about lately surrounding history is how cool ancient Egypt was. There's so many cool things about ancient Egypt. I was watching this TV show the other night where this dude like was talking about Thoth. He's one of the ancient Egyptian gods. Um, and I myself actually have, have studied and looked into a lot of Egyptian hieroglyphics, which has been amazing. 
Um, but the ancient Egyptians were crazy. And I've thought about the pyramids a lot. And I can't wait till I, I set my, my eyes on those, those good old pyramids. Because it's going to be freaking sweet. Definitely a wonder of the world. I grew up as a kid watching Carmen Sandiego sometimes early in the morning. Because I'd like to wake up in the morning early. And she always like visited the wonders of the world and like stole paintings from da Vinci and stuff like anyway it's really cool but the ancient Egyptian pyramids are awesome they're super cool and I saw this guy on YouTube the other day who actually is I think it was like this German student that like somehow was able to climb <laughs> one of the pyramids he got all the way to the top in like 10 minutes and recorded the whole thing on like a he had like a GoPro or something strapped to his chest. It was one of the coolest things ever. Um, but I was thinking a lot, I've been thinking a lot about ancient peoples and the pyramids and stuff. And I just think it's super cool how they were able to build that. Um, I think a lot of times, and I may, maybe I've said this before, like we think about people in the past as if they're just stupid and they're not as good as us. When in reality, they're just as good as us, if not better. We just have different technology. But building those pyramids is something like we could definitely do today. But just imagining the manpower it still would take, even with all of our technology, it would it would be a wonder of the world today if we built it today with our technology. And I think it's really interesting. And, and a lot of people have their conspiracies, like the aliens built them. The aliens came and built them. But uh, I don't really think so. I'm wondering if if the Egyptians had a way to like dam up the Nile and like layer by layer, like raise the Nile so they could like take the, uh, take the huge, you know, bricks that they had to build it on their barges and kind of layer it up that way. I don't really know if that's the way they did it, but really, really cool either way. And it would be really cool if uh, the ancient Egyptians actually, the ancient Egyptians actually built it again. That was stupid. If the Egyptians today rebuilt the pyramids, that would be sweet. Not take the old ones down, but build some new ones. That would be awesome for another five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten millennia. That'd be super cool. And you can you could do it with green energy, all that crap. You could just make them into giant solar panels that power all of Egypt or something. That sounds pretty freaking epic. And uh, I'd be down if they did that. I would be super cool. Also, if they built the Library of Alexandria. So I don't know if you've ever heard of the Library of Alexandria, but there's a there's a town on the coast of Egypt in the Mediterranean Sea called Alexandria. And it was like a center of learning that brought together ancient Islamic scholars, you know, African scholars, Jewish and Christian scholars, Greeks, Romans, like all all of like the ancient world knowledge was written down on scrolls and books effectively basically just scrolls and stuffed into this giant library called the library of Alexandria. And it was like one of the most prestigious and awesome places ever. And at that time they, they considered this is this, this library houses all of the knowledge in all of the world. And they even had some Chinese stuff there too. So they had stuff from all over the place. It was sweet. Um, but unfortunately the library burned down and there's still like sort of a remnant of where the library was, but it'd be really cool if they like rebuilt a library in Alexandria, just like the ancients did and housed all the information that we have today. 
that'd be sweet. I know the internet basically, but it would be really cool to like have a giant library of all of the knowledge we have. Really, really cool stuff. Anyway, that's kind of just what I want to talk about today. I love this kind of stuff. Um, I'm going to be having some guests on soon and, um, it's going to be quite amazing. I don't know if it's going to be next Monday, maybe two Mondays from now, uh, but it's going to be one of my buddies I've known for a long time who is a genius and an artist and has his own Etsy sticker shop. That's wildly successful. And, uh, I'm excited for that. And then the next person is going to be one of my amazing friends who is a police officer. We're going to talk about some cop stuff. Not super political, but we're going to talk about the realities of being a cop. And then, uh, going to have someone on there that, uh, is an interesting character who I really quite like. And we'll have some interesting conversation. Uh, my goal is though, is to have at least one person on a week. And I, I'm going to do my three podcasts a week. So being that it's Friday, this is the last one of the week. I know I've only done one, but I'm going to do another one Tuesday, another one Wednesday, sorry, another one Monday, another one Wednesday, another one Friday. And so I'm hoping just like Monday nights can be my guest night, which is awesome. I just need to figure out how to get it all recorded. Um, the first episode ever of Late Nights with Lenny is now on YouTube. So you can go to Late Nights with Lenny on YouTube and it's there and it's freaking awesome. And, uh, guys, please like, and subscribe. If you hate it, let me know. If you like it, let me know, share it with your friends and family. I don't care. Thank you very much and have a good evening.